You're listening to ZZ Talk, a father-son generational podcast where we talk about entertainment, culture, and a variety of other subjects from the perspectives of both Gen Z and Gen X. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is ZZ Talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. So today we are starting off uh, the month of March with uh, musicals, and uh, we're going to make this month musical movies, or should I specify? Uh, That said, we wanted to kind of start off with a bang um, with Grease, so we're reviewing that today. But um, it should be noted that we're actually not generally fans of musicals. Um, It just so happens there are a few that at least are a select few that are special in our hearts. But um, either way, we're we've seen these movies already. So sort of uh, breaking away from tradition of having not watched movies and then coming together on the opinion. These are movies that we wanted to see. And we thought, well, why not add a little alliteration to March and uh, get a little something going with a different genre? So uh, we both watched Grease. I just finished it um, just, I think, probably 20 minutes ago. Um, and it's been a little while since I've seen it. And uh, I want to know, basically, this is one of those movies where it is really lending itself well to a generational podcast because it came out when you were young and um, I saw it when I was probably about the age you did as well. So just about Greece, what were you thinking going into watching it again for the podcast? Uh, well, first, let me say, Noah, that apparently uh, we should... Uh, subtitled this episode Greece is the word oh yeah there's plenty of references here that we'll dive into uh once we get into the discussion but yeah so I was unfamiliar with Greece but apparently my brother and my father were uh very familiar with it because I remember going right around the time that it opened Mm -hmm. uh in 1978 I was 10 years old and we went to the Laurel Mall in Uniontown Pennsylvania and it was mobbed and it was, you know, it was one of those mall theaters that had like an outside entrance and it probably had two theaters in it. And um, I remember watching this film and uh, thinking, wow, this is a whole thing. You know, I was 10 years old. Right. And I th- thought, wow, this is everybody knew about this movie except for me. So, you know, it was it was interesting because at the time it was the I wouldn't call the peak of John John Travolta's celebrity. Well, maybe it really was, or at least the first peak, because he's had some peaks and valleys and peaks again. Mm -hmm. And he was uh, fresh off Saturday Night Fever. And so putting him in this film right on the heels of that huge success that made him a star, I think probably drew the the crowd that we ended up seeing. And, 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 you know, we all know that this is one of the most beloved musicals of all time, and certainly movie musicals of all time. So... That was my experience with it. I went to see it in the theater. I didn't know anything about it. And I will share my feelings about the movie in just a few minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I was probably, I want to say 13 or 14 when I first watched this. Uh, you had made plenty of references uh, to the film and probably owned the soundtrack at some point in time when we had uh, physical CDs to listen to. Um, but you know, it's one of those movies that you just kind of know, even without seeing, you would see maybe a standstill image and you'd say that's Greece because you'd recognize John Travolta 
or Olivia Newton-John. So this movie is pretty inescapable in pop culture. And that's how it was for me before I originally went into it. That said, um, we've talked about expectations with films and how they rarely meet that lofty expectation that you might have when something is called a classic. Well, 10 years ago, I loved this movie. And I mean, we'll get into it very, very soon. But I can say not much has changed here. Um, it's fascinating to watch this, I guess, being a little bit older and just uh, having gone through high school, which the characters are, you know, set in at the time and everything and just sort of seeing the dynamics of how everything works out. I think I, I just think this movie is so cool because I just appreciate I just appreciate its tone and I love the stars. The star power here is just fantastic. I've, obviously, you have John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John who passed last year. Um, and then, well, I guess Stalker Channing uh, it was probably billed third on this one. But mm -hmm. it's it's a really this movie has a lot going for it. And it's such a crazy mixture of things that I appreciate rather than just maybe one or two things. So we can dive into that in just a minute. But um, like you were saying, you said it was packed when you went to go see Grease. Uh, this movie was made for $6 million, and it made $366.2 million. So um, a runaway box office hit at the time. Um, and really, almost no movies were making this kind of money uh, back in 1978. Jaws had been the first blockbuster, and then there was Star Wars. But very, very few movies probably had this level of cultural sensation behind it. So it was cool to hear about your own experience as well. Yeah. Let me read the synopsis as if any listener hasn't, you know, is it already familiar with Greece? Experience the friendships, romances, and adventures of a group of high school kids in the 1950s. Welcome to the singing and dancing world of Greece, the most successful movie musical of all time. A wholesome exchange student, played by Olivia Newton John, and a leather clad Danny, played by John Travolta, have a summer romance, but will it cross click lines? All right. So, yeah. yeah. And and truth be told, I've seen this film, you know, probably a hundred times. You know, there was a renaissance with Greece probably in the early 2000s with the with the Greece mega mix, which mm -hmm. was sort of a, you know, you remember, I think probably that. I, I'm not sure you had seen the film and the Greece mega mix became popular, but it really revitalized, um, not revitalized, but yeah, it brought Greece back into the zeitgeist yeah. for a different generation. Absolutely. And I think uh, one of the special things about this movie is that it won't just appeal to maybe Gen X. I can see it absolutely appealing to millennials, which it did at the time, and even Gen Z, because, I mean, there's just a lot to be enjoyed by everybody here. But um, let's get into what we thought of it. Uh, I want to hear what you think, and I can probably reasonably accurately guess what you thought. Yeah, um, I, I love 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 this movie i mean it is it is just a great time at the movies the pace there's really you know and i watched it with a more critical eye this time because mm -hmm. you know we we're going to do this and the pacing is is strong i did not realize it's an hour and 50 minutes because i really always thought greece was like an hour and 20 minutes which i think is a testament to the the pacing of the film mm -hmm. I, I think the performances are universally delightful you know it is really a cast of thousands if you think about um the the sort of secondary characters that were 
popular from the day um, with Frankie Avalon and Joan Blondell and mm -hmm. Sid Caesar and Eve Arden. I mean, it's just a whole who's who um, of, I'm not going to say stars of yesteryear, even, you know, at that point in 1978, but it, it, just about everything in this film works. And when you think about it, if you look at it from a, um, you know, from a, a critical standpoint, there are times I wondered, how is it that all of these scenes together work? Because it is a little choppy. You know, it goes from sort of, there are some scenes that are really short in between scenes that are, you know, well-known and, and well-remembered, but every one of them works uh, to, to make a really delightful and fun movie viewing experience. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I think this is a timeless classic. Uh, and I was just, I don't do this that often when I watch movies, but I was smiling the entire time. I was getting <laughs> full enjoyment out of all of it. And I think obviously for this podcast, we watch things with a more critical eye. It's just, you could be that way when watching Grease, but I just think it's kind of like beyond actual criticism and that sort of way. I love how campy the tone is i yeah. love how it's just a mishmash of just like maybe just a really colorful rainbow of something right here and then maybe 50s aesthetic right here and then high school jocks greasers clicks right here it kind of just takes everything from the buffet and mashes it together but somehow it all works and it moves at such a pace to your point that it's never boring and it never really slows down and uh, what's on display, it's like fast food, right? It's not necessarily super substantial, but it it just, it, like, it tastes so good, right? You know, it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, it doesn't have to be this cinematic masterpiece that, you know, we are always looking to find. But personally, I think it's as good as something like that. You know how sometimes it's like you could get maybe like a $50 meal, but then you could get a $2 meal and the $2 meal is just as satisfying as the other one. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Right. But yeah. And many people might be saying, Oh, that's kind of like disparaging towards Greece. It's really not because when you see the movie, you realize just how silly and ridiculous it can be, but it's for all the right reasons. And for some reason it kind of just takes everything that you could want and then puts it together. And the product is, really amazing even all these years later and i was surprised by how well this movie is held up because i've watched quite a few films that are been released after greece and even just right around the time um superman 2 for example and this one just holds up so much better in my opinion it really does i, I completely agree and one of the things that i kept thinking to myself as i was watching it because i watched it in, in two settings and and then the second half, uh, Luke and your mom watched the second half with me. And I commented, look at this movie. It it looks so good. It looks like it could have been made last year. Uh, you know, there are certain films that you watch, and and I, I know you're talking, you know, uh, about it sort of in different levels. But at the same time, you can look at a film and say, oh, that film looks really old. And it can be a turnoff. I don't know what it is, but this film does not look old. It... it and here's the other thing. There is not one lame song in this film. So you go from delightful scene to delightful scene, which is inclusive of absolutely fantastic, memorable song after song after song. Mm -hmm. And here's the other thing about this movie that, that should not have worked, but it did. 
all of these actors are so much older than high schoolers. Olivia Newton-John was 33 at the time when she, she played I Sandy. thought Rizzo, uh, Stockard Channing, was about 33 as well. She probably was. Yeah. Um, but I remember there being some commentary at the time about you know how much older uh, Olivia Newton-John was than a high school student. But when you think about it, when you watch it, yeah, okay, maybe they all look older. You, you all know that they're mm -hmm. older people playing high school students, mm -hmm. and that should not work. But on every level, it works. It does. And I think it's kind of interesting because it's just you look at Olivia Newton-John and you're just like, you're a star. You know, you see her and you're just like the the classic Hollywood um, actress prototype. She's so talented. She can sing. She can act. She can dance. She just has this charisma about her that was just magnetic. And that really shines through on the screen. It's really crazy just how much I was impressed by the entire cast because you might think just Danny and Sandy when you think of Greece, but really the whole movie uh, is shared among so many different characters you know they're different posses and friends and i think that works so well but they're not used yeah. too much they each have their own little side storylines you know what they are but ultimately it's just it's just so well done and i feel like it's just different than the presentation that i've seen in so many other films despite i guess how copied greece has been or um how influenced other movies have been like greece there's only one um, and it's the 1978 classic. So, um, yeah, I definitely would recommend this movie to anybody, anybody. Um, I mean, even if you're not a huge fan of musicals, I, there's still a lot of enjoyment to get out of this one. I don't know anyone who has not at least heard Summer Nights or You're the One That I Want or Hopelessly Devoted to You or Grease Lightning or Grease. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. And the, and the, the dance scene... I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing is so it just moves. It's day one of school and uh, Principal McGee is talking about, uh, you know, a version of um, uh, American Bandstand is going to come mm -hmm. and uh, they've selected Rydell High as, as this wholesome all-American. I mean, mm -hmm. it, the whole thing is so ridiculously funny and it all of a sudden it, it's you're literally 40 minutes into the movie and we are at that stage of you know, the dance, which is just chock full of great music and funny lines and terrific dancing and 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 Chacha de Gregorio who who just somehow or another replaces Sandy on the dance floor with Danny and she looks like she's about 40 and and it all works. <laughs> it, it it does all work. So you would recommend this to pretty much anybody? I would recommend it to anyone. This is a delightful film and I I totally agree with what you said. I think I was smiling the entire time. And, you know, I know all the words to every song, so I'm singing them all in my head, um, you know, while I'm watching it. I will say one thing I want to say before we close this one out. I, and I've said this to your mom many times. And I think maybe you know this about, about me. So big fan of Olivia Newton-John. You know, the movie poster was the Sandy at the end and, and Danny sort of, you know, together, yeah. right? The film poster, you've seen it on the album cover and on the, the it's DVD an cover. And, I, had you know, my the, own, I had my own poster of it in college. Oh, okay. It's the tile of, you know, whatever is on um, on Netflix or wherever. We were. Yeah, I downloaded it from Netflix, I think. Anyway, I remember sitting as a 10-year-old watching the scene where Sandy comes out in the black leather with the red shoes and the cigarette 
and I was crestfallen. My soul was hurting so badly because because she went from perfection to bad girl, which is ridiculous. You know, I was there's a ten year old mind, everybody. So listen, no, I know, I know. Well, it, it it's... was just. But I thought to myself, in hindsight, I thought, why am I so surprised? I've seen this poster a hundred times, even back in 1978. So that's my my recollection of, of of this film too. And it again, it just sort of reinforces what's so. I mean, the car flying at the end, and no one questions it. I mean, it just it just works. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Um, yeah, I they kind of do the reverse of that in the Breakfast Club, where the transformation is into like a you know a good a a good uh person rather than like an edgy teen right rebellious teen um so it's funny that you say that but um that is hotly debated um the end of greece where they fly in the car i just you know i looked at grace and uh because she watched the end of the movie with me and it's just kind of like you see all this other stuff happen when they're doing the grease lightning you know just the way they act the way they are why wouldn't the car fly at the end right why exactly. not just, why not just have this like little this little ridiculous thing because you know it's a musical we're already suspending our disbelief we're not watching greece to look for the elements of realism we're looking to be entertained and it provides that in spades so i mean ultimately it's just there's just so many things that work in this movie it's just surprising to me that um it was as good if not better than when I originally watched it. And I can't even imagine what it was like to see it in 1978 because, you know, for me, by the time I was like old enough to watch some of these movies, they were 30, 40 years old and they had been around and permeated sort of like the pop culture uh, zeitgeist. And I, I can't imagine what it was like just to see posters for that or maybe a preview or just hear people talk about it and go see it and just be blown away because you know, it's almost like a tiny spoiler when you know it's so popular. It's it, it's just so crazy to me that a movie like that, I wish I could have just seen that going in blind because I would have been thoroughly entertained. But for me, I think your Greece is like my La La Land. So I, I think mm -hmm. that's just kind of one of those things where, um, you know, it was extremely popular and I had known a little bit about it, not really everything about it, but I recognized some things and I had maybe slight spoilers, I guess you could say, going in because I had some preconceived notions. Um, you had good word of mouth and a poster or two. So, yeah. yeah. So, Noah, what's your favorite song? At this time around, I was really surprised. I really enjoyed Beauty School Dropout this time. <laughs> it's a but great song. It's like a three-way tie between uh, Grease, the title track, uh beauty school dropout and of course you're the one that i want um mm -hmm. i i think those are all really good um and i i didn't even mind rizzo's song that much this time oh i love that song I just, the worst things i could do yeah i distinctly remember that being my least favorite yeah mine too when i was a kid yeah absolutely and you know it another element of this movie too is that it is a musical but it's not really built around the songs the songs just really enhance it because there's a lot going on elsewhere there's a huge diversity of things that they do they go to the dance they work on fixing up a car they uh danny tries out for sports teams so that he can get his letterman varsity jacket to impress sandy you know they uh are in the national bandstand they're in class they're goofing around they're racing on thunder road 
and then they're finally at a carnival after graduating there's so many different things that happen in this movie that it's just kind of like i think that's the best thing you can do for a musical because when we were watching uh tick tick boom whenever a song started i kind of rolled my eyes a little bit i'm like again but now a lot of too many songs in that one too but now i was kind of pleasantly surprised because i think there's only 10 songs in this movie maybe 12 and it's just used so well that it's not overwhelming and there's not too few yeah and there's a lot of movie happening even though we're not really invested in the story per se there's a lot of movie to balance out the musical aspect which i think gives it the wide appeal that it's enjoyed for so long yeah no i'm with you my favorite song is summer nights always has been oh so yeah summer nights is really good actually yeah okay that's that's another one. Um, See what I mean? It's almost impossible to find your favorite song because they're all so good. So anyway, no, on a scale of one to five Z's, five. what are you giving Reese? Uh, five. Easily. Easily. Um, I mean, got to be in my top 10 favorite movies. Just an excellent film altogether. Tons of fun. Would recommend it to anybody. Um, it's just that thoroughly entertaining. If you haven't seen Grease, I mean, go watch it by now. Seriously. Everything you said, I completely agree. Five, five Z's for me on a scale of one to five. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so do you have a check it out for today? I do have a check it out. And it's not a TV show and it is not a podcast. It's um, it's a service. It's an app, actually. And okay. this is a pretty basic one. But uh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you haven't used or tried the Walmart app, I highly recommend it. Walmart <laughs> is not necessarily a store I enjoy going to, largely because it's just crazy crowded all the time. And the parking lot here at the one locally is uh, a zoo. But more than one time, I have been uh, looking for something and gone to the app in the morning before work while I've been getting ready for work. Mm -hmm. And more than one time, when I got home from work that afternoon, that product has been waiting for me at the front door. Um, I even get a picture. They take a picture and send it to you. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, you know, you've always heard me say this growing up. You cannot put a price on convenience. It's true. It takes... No. I'm sold. I'm a bigger fan of walmart.com than I am of amazon.com. So um, my check it out today is try the Walmart app on your smartphone. Uh, It's really efficient. It's really fast. Uh, It's relatively economical depending on what you're purchasing. And I highly recommend the Walmart app. Check it out. Nice. All right. Mine's a little bit simpler. Um, So speaking of Greece, uh, we mentioned in passing that Olivia Newton-John uh, died last year. And so she, actually most of the cast is still around in Greece. Um, but obviously, you know, that's a big that's a big part of Greece that is missing. Um, if you were ever interested in Olivia Newton-John outside of Greece or acting, uh, she obviously had a huge music career. She sold over 100 million records. So she's one of the top selling artists of all time. Um, but if you haven't heard physical, and I know I know our Gen X listeners have definitely heard it, but if you're around my age and you haven't heard it, I think that might be a, a really good entry point into some of her music. Um, it's definitely 80s instead of 70s, but fantastic song and a really, really fun music video too that I think kind of revolutionized part of the uh, fitness industry, or at least interesting. That's right. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Check it out. All right. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Uh, We're doing musicals once again this month. And uh, this has been a review of Grease. 
We're looking forward to our next one, which we will discuss after this podcast. But um, do I've ex- already started watching it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got um, right. But yeah, um, until then, uh, thank you very much for listening. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is Easy Talk.